There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for tuning into the podcast. We are back to a normal situation in the McVeigh household. And on the podcast here, we are home and recording here at the house, and we certainly thank the Lord for his goodness to us. We thank the Lord for his mercy. We thank the Lord for allowing us to uh, be a part of the meetings last week, the Black Creek Baptist Church. We're looking forward to next week. Lord willing, beginning on Sunday, running through the following Sunday, we'll be at the Living Waters Baptist Church. That's in Moxville, North Carolina, on Highway 64 West. And so we're just looking forward to what God will do. And so we're certainly uh, thankful for Pastor Vern, the folks there inviting us to the meeting. We pray that God will help us. And uh, just to kind of give some of you a heads up, especially in the summer, as we get busier and busier, it's going to be very difficult for us to keep up with the schedule of the podcast. Uh, But what we've done is we've taken our King James Bible Conference for the Manasseh Community Baptist Church. We've made that a three-week podcast session. We have... 15, 15-minute 15 podcasts on the King James Bible, and I think that'll be a help to you. I think that'll be a blessing to you. And then we're also going to try to record as much as we can while we can, so we're thankful for that. We try to be uh, cognizant of the Word of God, try to be cognizant of the Holy Ghost and His administrations and His speaking. And as the Spirit of God leads us and guides us, we certainly want to be obedient. We're going to be back in Psalm 57 and Psalm 58 today. Psalm 57 is to the chief musician— Altaskith, Michtam of David, when he fled from Saul in the cave. And then Psalm 58 is to the chief musician, Altaskith, Michtam of David. So again, they're parallel psalms. They're in the same occasion. They're sung at the same times. And each one of them is singularly unique. Yet there's a parallel. We're going to run with that. One is 11 verses and the other one is, well, 11 verses. And so we see the mercy of God. We see the soul of Jesus Christ. We see the wicked. We see the lions. There's so many parallels. So when I run through these together and run them, not run them together as one psalm, but do them individually as we preach on them together on this podcast, be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Now, again, there we see the faith of Jesus Christ. Our dear friend, Brother Maury, uh, he preached many years ago. He said, you cannot preach. He said, you cannot trust someone you do not believe in. And he preached that great message on trust in the Lord and with all of thine heart. And he said, you can't trust unless you believe. And he talked about his time and his life where people would tell him to trust, 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 trust. But he said he couldn't trust because he didn't believe those that he was told to trust. And it came that same way with Jesus Christ, that he was gloriously converted. And he learned to believe the Lord Jesus Christ was born of God. And after he was birthed of God, then he could trust him. And so again, he said, my soul trusteth in thee. Who is it? That's the soul of Jesus Christ. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge 
until these calamities be overpassed. We talked about the shadow of his wings in another podcast. Again, parallel scriptures, parallel passages that deal with this. I will cry unto God most high. This is one of those key words we see in the Psalms. Unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. So he shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. You know, one of those interesting things in this King James Bible, we see that that is used in Scripture. We just saw it just the other day in Psalm 56 twice, and now we see it in Psalm 69 as well. But to the chief musician, Psalm 56, 1, upon Jonath Rekoam, next time of David, when the Philistines took him in Gath, be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. So he tells us that men, then he tells us that though reproach of him would swallow him up, Psalm 56, 2, mine enemies would daily swallow me up. And then in Psalm 69, verse 15, let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up. And let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. So we see as David is speaking here, of course, in all four instances, he's speaking on behalf of Jesus Christ. He is prophesied by the spirit of Jesus Christ. And so we see that when we see the expression to swallow me up. And here he says, save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. Well, what is that reproach? Who is that one that would swallow up Jesus Christ? Who is that one that would take him into the deep? Who is that one that would take him into the pit? Who is that one? It's the lion, the roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's what he's speaking of, and he addresses that in this psalm. Save me from the reproach of the swallow me up, Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. Why? Because his mercy reaches under the heavens and his truth under the clouds. The word of God told us that. And then he said, my soul is among lions. That's in verse 4. And I lie among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue is a sharp sword. First Kings chapter 13, and again, one of those cross-references that I believe is accurate in this. And he says in verse 24, thus said the Lord, you shall not go up for no fight against your brother and the children of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. They hearkened, therefore, to the word of the Lord and returned to depart according to the word of the Lord. So we see those that would fight, those that would oppress, and we see them often in Israel. Is not Judah a lion's whelp? Is not Gad as a young lion? It is not Ephraim also considered in the word of God a young lion? And so again, we see men would rise up against Jesus Christ. Satan would rise up against Jesus Christ. But he also, he came to his own. Who's his own? It's those of Israel. And he said that his soul is among lions. What is it? His soul, the soul of Jesus Christ. And I lie even among them that are set on fire. And he said, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue a sharp sword. Why? Weeping, wailing, gnashing of teeth. It's the torment, the awfulness of the pit. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. That's the snare they've laid for him to capture him, to snare him, to destroy him. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the midst whereof they are fallen themselves, Selah. That's that covenant with death. 
When they said, let his blood be upon our children, our children's children, they dig that pit. They're falling into that pit. Yet in Isaiah 28, Jesus Christ disannulled that covenant. Glory to God. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. And of course, three different mentions we see of the clouds and his truth reaching under the clouds and his word reaching under the clouds, Psalm 1084 and Psalm 36:5 and Psalm 68 and 34. And this says, Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens, let thy glory be above all the earth. So he makes that statement two different times that God will be exalted above the heavens, let thy glory be above all the earth. Now again, we're looking at Jesus Christ, a messianic psalm. So we continue in Psalm 58, where he says, To the chief musician, Altakith, Michtam of David, Do ye indeed speak righteousness, O congregation? Do ye judge uprightly, O ye sons of men? Yea, in heart ye work wickedness. Ye weigh the violence of your hands in the earth. So again, he addresses the sons of men. In verse 4 of our last chapter, he said, His soul is among lions. I lie even among them to set on fire, even the sons of men, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. That's why these psalms run together, parallel. He says, Do you speak upright righteousness, O congregation? You judge uprightly, O ye sons of men. Yea, in heart you work wickedness. They're wicked. You weigh the violence of your hands in the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. Now, again, there's a little bit more depth to this than what I'm prepared to deal with on the podcast. I hope that some of you would study that out. But why do they go? What's the difference between just a normal person and a wicked person? You need to find that in the Scripture. You'll find that wicked, uh, that one that is born in wickedness. They're estranged. They go astray as soon as they be born. Speaking lies is what he tells us. Their poison is like the poison of a serpent. They are like the deaf adder that stoppeth her ear. So again, their poison spreads. They will not hear. They cannot hear. Their ears are hardened to truth, which will not hearken to the voice of charmers, charming never so wisely. Break their teeth, O God. In their mouth, break out the great teeth of the young lions, O Lord. And so again, he tells us of this wicked crowd. He tells us of these sons of men. He tells of these workers of iniquity. But the wicked, he says, as soon as they're born, they go astray. As soon as they're born, they're speaking lies. Again, Jesus said of Judas, I've chosen 12 of you, and one of you is a devil. Judas Iscariot is what he's speaking of there. And so he's gone astray, speaking lies. There's no hope. There's no help. Why? Because the wicked go astray. They're seeking the soul of Jesus Christ. They're like the young lions that would pounce upon him, the young lion that couches down and then destroys him. That's what he's speaking of. So again, break the teeth of the young lion. Don't let him do his damage. Don't let him do his harm. And by the way, the reason it says a young lion there is an old lion is more patient, an old lion's a little bit wiser. The young lion is just crazy. They'll jump and pounce and They're not patient. They don't hunt necessarily the way an old lion does. They just simply chase their prey down, run it down, gnaw upon it, 
So he said, break their teeth. Why? They're the wicked that he's speaking of. Let them melt away as waters, which run continually. When he bendeth his bow to shoot his arrows, let them be as cut in pieces. So we've talked oftentimes of the arrows. We talk about God has arrows that he shoots. And of course, we know that Satan has arrows that he shoots, fiery darts of the wicked also that he throws. And in this case, it's the wicked shooting their arrows. And he asked the Lord to break them. Then again, we're looking at things concerning the word of God, concerning messianic prophecy. What are they looking at? They're shooting at Jesus Christ. The archers have compassed him about. They've set him up as their mark. They want to destroy him. They want to slay him. They want him to die the death. And then they go after his soul. Why? They don't believe God. They don't believe the word of God. They think they can destroy him. They think if he dies on the cross of Calvary, it'll be done. They think if he dies the death, it'll be. They don't believe the word of God. And so again, the wicked are estranged from God. The wicked are separated from God. The wicked are speaking lies. The wicked are against Jesus Christ. In verse 8, as a snail which melteth, let every one of them pass away. Like the untimely birth of a woman, that they may not see the sun. So Jesus Christ in his prayer, and again, David's speaking here, David is prophesying here, but he's praying that they would melt away, that they'd have an untimely death, that they would depart from this earth. Why? Because there's no hope for them. They've gone astray. They will not hear the voice of reproof. They will not hear the voice of God. Their ears are closed. Their hearts are hardened. They don't want to hear what God has to say. So he said, Lord, it's a snail that melteth. Let every one of them pass away like the untimely birth of a woman, that they may not see the sun. Before your pots can feel the thorns, he shall take them away as with a whirlwind, both living and in his wrath. And so again, he'll take the living away, but he'll also take those in his wrath. Why? He's going to slay the wicked. He's going to kill the wicked as in a whirlwind. He's going to destroy them in judgment because they would not believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ. That's what this psalm is telling us. That's why it parallels Psalm 57. He exalts the Lord in Psalm 57, gives glory to God in Psalm 57, and then he basically is contrasting with the wicked that will not give glory, that will not exalt him. Their ears are stones. Their hearts are stones. They will not receive. They cannot receive. They will not hear. God's going to destroy them. The righteous shall rejoice when he seeth the vengeance. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked. When will that be? In that great day of the Lord. I believe we fast forward a little bit in this. I believe we fast forward to those days that Joel speaks about, those days that Zechariah prophesies of, those days that Isaiah speaks about, the book of the Revelation. And we see these things coming to pass in those days, according to the scripture, and men are going to wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Why? Because they would not receive Jesus Christ. They cursed him. They mocked him. They scoffed at him. They hated him. They despised him. It's no different than what it is today. How many position people in position in the U.S. government are devils? They will not hear. They won't receive. Their ears are hardened. Uh, you try to reason with them, and they're just stony-hearted, stony-eared. Why? Because they don't know Christ. They won't know Christ. They will not hear of Christ. Their ears have never been circumcised. In fact, God has shut many of their ears that they will not hear. And this is not U.S. government. It's state level. It's county level. It's national level. It's international level. And he said in verse 11, so that a man shall say, verily, there is a reward for the righteous. Verily, he is a God that judgeth in the earth. And thank God for that. Thank God there is a God that judgeth in the earth. He judges righteousness. 
He judges wickedness. The wicked will die just like the righteous die. And vice versa, the righteous will die just as the wicked die. And each one will stand before God to give an account of themselves before God. That these things done in the flesh, whether they be good or whether they be evil. And they're going to stand before God and God, the righteous judge of the earth, God, the righteous judge of the earth, he will do right. And God is going to judge these things through his son, Jesus Christ. So as David prophesies these things, we see Jesus Christ. We see him speaking. We see him telling us what is to come the judgment of the wicked, the damnation of the wicked. But I want to say this in Psalm 57, before all that, he's exalted. And has he been exalted? No, he has not been exalted today like he ought to be. Yes, individuals can exalt him, but he's not been exalted above the heavens. But there will be a day when he will be exalted, and he will judge the earth, and he will judge all men according to their deeds. And how we thank the Lord for those of us who are saved, thank the Lord for that. Those of you lost without Christ, It'll be a horrible judgment. It'll be an, a, a terrible judgment. It'll be an awful thing. It'll be the last judgment. You'll be damned eternally. There'll be no hope. But in the person of Jesus Christ, you have that hope. If you're listening to this podcast and your ears are open to hear, it's because God has given you that grace. If you can listen with your ears and listen with your heart, God has given you that grace. What a gift from God that it lets you listen to the words of Jesus Christ. What a gift from God that it lets you listen to the Psalms. And how we give him praise and how we give him glory. Exalt him in your life today. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our... There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting... You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manassa Community Baptist Church. 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption for all night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing The glory